What's going on, Whisper Nation? Johnny Game Time Hicks here with Big Travi. We are talking part two of the running back class coming into the 2019 NFL draft right here on the Fantasy Whispers. What's up, Whisper Nation? You're here to listen to the Fantasy Whispers with Big Travi and Johnny Game Time Hicks. And as always, I am Chelsea, the manager. That's right, Whisper Nation. If you didn't catch the last episode, you're like, who is this voice? Who is this voice coming from nowhere? That is the woman. Is that God? Yeah, could be. It's God. (laughs) It's the woman behind the mirror. That is Chelsea Lee Byers. She's joining our show now. She is our manager. She is our fact checker. She is here to keep us on track. I Travis. mean, if she was behind the mirror, wouldn't we see her? Um, or is it like no. the mirror in Harry Potter where you like see things? That... Yeah, it's whoever you want it to be. What was the name of that mirror in Harry Potter? Oh man, I need my. I need. The I wish my wife of... was here because she would just. Oh, speaking of which, I want to give a big shout out. To my wife, it is our anniversary, one year celebrating, Uh, so I want to give a big shout out to her. Thank you for all that you do. I love you so much. I'd like to give a big shout out to Jade, too, because she puts up with you, Yeah, which makes you, you know. Hey, she puts up with us. She puts up with us. She's your real wife. I'm your work wife, and uh, I just, I I love her. Yeah, so do I. Well, that's good. (laughs) All right, Travis, are you ready to get into these running back part twos? Yeah, let's do it. Part two. Part two, as we like to say here on the Fantasy Whispers. But before we get into today's show, I just want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to Whisper Nation for joining us. If you haven't already subscribed to our stuff and you're like, I want to be a part of Whisper Nation, I feel like I'm being left out. Everyone is welcome. Just head on over to the our Facebook, our Instagram. Just search the Fantasy Whispers. Give us a like, a follow. If you're on Twitter, we're at TF Whispers on there. And as well as right here on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. All right, Travis, we're going to talk about these running backs. The first one we're going to get into is Devin Singletary out of FAU. 5'9", 201 pounds, Travis. You want to give me the player breakdown of this guy's stats in college? Yeah, so he had 12 games under his belt for 1,348 rushing yards on 261 carries. That was an average of 5.2 yards per carry. He also had 22 touchdowns, Johnny, which was tied for second in the nation. He led the FBS with 32 rushing touchdowns in 2017. So is he's he's got that touchdown ability. He's got the ability to score at any time. He has six receptions on 13 targets for 36 yards last year, so not the best when you're talking about a pass catching back. But in his career, 38 games, 4,287 rushing yards on 714 carries. That's a 6.0 yards per carry, a very healthy yards per carry. And once again, 67 touchdowns in that span. He has not been the best pass catcher, as we said, but we're going to see this guy. I I, I think we're going to see him as a very true runner in the NFL and the ability to score if he gets into the right system. 
Yeah, Travis, uh, for me, he is an elusive runner who is very good between the tackles. He's, uh, a, he's willing and able to do the grunt work, although he needs uh, help in his pass blocking, which if you talk to a lot of scouts and a lot of GMs and a lot of coaches, guess what? That's the main reason why a lot of running backs don't see the field. They might have the potential, but they're not good pass blockers. And in the game that we play today where there's so much passing uh you've got to have that in your repertoire and so he's definitely got to work on that but overall you're looking at a guy who has the potential to truly be a very very fantastic running back in the nfl he's got to go to the right system and he's got to work on his pass protection but again he is a hard worker so it is something he can develop he could end up being a very nice little steal in this draft if he lands at the right spot and is given an opportunity to really showcase what he can do um, but I, I do like what I'm seeing from him out of college uh, he's not gonna be you know one of the the main top guys that you're gonna see come off the board but uh, he will be a second or third day guy and like I said, if he goes to the right position and the right team, he has a chance to to be fun to watch this this next season or possibly in a couple of years. All right, so I want to jump into this second guy, Travis, which he's getting really overlooked, I think, and in main part because of the guy who was running for this team last year. And that is Miles Sanders out of Penn State. He's 5'11", 211 pounds, Travis. Now, a lot of people might not know who this guy is. Uh, that's because Saquon Barkley was the guy he was running behind two years ago. And then this was his first kind of season where he could be his own running back. And for me, Travis, he wowed me. But you want to give the breakdown of exactly what his credentials are coming into this draft? Yeah, it's a little funny, the, the lazy narrative that comes with a guy that follows, uh, you know, a Saquon Barkley. A lot of these, you know, pundits are out here saying, you know, this guy is just the guy that followed Barkley. Nothing to see here, nothing to see here. But really, they were just lucky to have both of these guys, in my opinion. They, mm -hmm. they recruited well. He's a five-star recruit coming out of high school, number one recruit coming out of Philadelphia. He ran a 4940. So 13 games, 1,274 rushing yards on 220 carries. That was 15th in the nation, Johnny. His 5.8 yards per carry and nine touchdowns. The biggest knock I'm going to have on Miles Sanders, he had five fumbles uh, yeah. and has 10, 10 in his career. So five fumbles last year, 10 in his career. So something he needs to clean up. But we've seen this before. You know, you look at a guy like Sony Michelle coming out of Georgia last year, had a fumble issue. Patriots still spent the high draft capital on him because of the talent he had in other areas of the field. And you're looking at a guy who should have a good career uh, with the Patriots. So I think that there's room there because basically in every other facet of the game, he's pretty solid. 24 receptions on 32 targets. Great catch right there. Only 139 yards and one touchdown. But he had an incredible combine and he runs that inside zone scheme very well, which is so popular in the NFL. So I'm really excited for Miles Sanders. I really think he has a chance to make Penn State the new running back university uh, if he can come in and, and and do pay some good homage to uh, Saquon Barkley and Penn State. Yeah, I mean, he really reminds me of one of my favorite movies all time, Travis. Batman, the third one. You know why? Because 
the second Batman, hear me out, dude. The second Batman was considered one of the best Batman, you know, best movies of all time. It was great. Uh, you know, shout out to the late, great Heath Ledger. Okay. And so I would equate that to Saquon Barkley, that video <laughs> to Saquon shout video. Out yeah. The guy that's dead. Yeah, dude. All the time. Happens okay. all the time, dude. Anyway, so um, let's just say that that Batman was Saquon Barkley. And then if you look at Miles Sanders, like if, if Saquon di- didn't go to Penn State, we would be talking more about Miles Sanders. I promise you this. This guy is super elusive. He's stout. He can break tackles. He is a He can truck you. He can go around you. If he goes to a good situation, I know that we keep bringing that over and over again, a good situation. Of course, we want that for everyone. But I really think that this guy, it, let's say – Let's say he goes to Philadelphia. I think he could really push, and that would be a huge headache for Jordan Howard, uh, and it would be unfortunate. Plus, the story for... is good. He, you know, oh, like we yeah. said, number one recruit coming out of Philadelphia. So yep. if he was reunited, going back to Philly, I know manager Chelsea would be uh, pretty excited about that. She's got Philly ties. So... Yeah. Sorry, what was that, Chelsea? I would be so excited. Oh yeah, I, that would be. Well, you gotta peep. Yeah. You gotta peep this beanie. She's. Yeah. Well, well, let's see it. Yeah, come in. Let's uh, let's see. Show, show the people. Oh, oh, no. there you go. Look at All that. Right. Back oh. in your cave. <laughs> so uh, for me, uh, Miles Sanders is a guy that I'm super interested. I'm going to be watching closely because I think he could potentially be a steal for dynasty owners. I think that not a lot of people are talking about this guy, but he is really, really good. And um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the NFL. The only thing I ask this is the only thing I ask. Please do not go to Carolina. That would scare me so much for CMC, and because uh, I, I could see him being very good there. And then um, they're also saying that a potential landing spots could be the Jags or maybe Chicago. Both of those situations uh, you don't immediately like, but there are some shaky waters there with uh, Leonard Fournette in, in Jacksonville and then Chicago um, you're not really sure, but I, I mean, I, I think that he... Chicago's an interesting team in general. I right. think if you're looking at a running back landing spot, because if it's a well-rounded guy that can do it all, you he... might be looking at a Kareem Hunt style guy. Yeah. We know Nagy's uh, his ties to Kansas City and what Hunt was doing there. You could look at a guy that's well-rounded that p- could pass catch, stay on the field because of his pass blocking. And so if Miles Sanders can put the fumble issue behind him and lands in Chicago could be some very profitable fantasy football numbers there yeah for sure all right we're going to move on to the next running back on our list and that is elijah holyfield running back the out of deal. the real deal holyfield uh running back out of georgia 510 217 pounds travis you want to give us a quick breakdown of this guy's stats in college and what we can possibly expect in yeah, the NFL, uh, another another Georgia running back coming out of college being uh, talked about here. We looked at Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb last year, obviously Todd Gurley, and now Elijah Holyfield. Four point seven eight forty time, not the best forty time we're looking at, but he ran one hundred fifty nine times for a thousand eighteen yards. That's a six point four yard carry average. He also had seven touchdowns. I only added a small line of five uh, for free. Uh, receiving yards. Um, so not the best in pass catching situations, but 
he's got that quickness. He's he's got a quick uh, processing speed. He's he's able to make it. Uh, he's got great vision. Able to make good twitch jump cuts, uh, downhill bursting. He's he's really solid in that respect. He accelerates into tacklers and keeps those feet moving, which is what you like to see. He's going to fight for the yardage after the contact. Um, so we just we just want to see how this guy progresses. He's not the most talented uh, in this batch and definitely not the most talented to come out of Georgia uh, of all those names I mentioned. But I think, you know, we're, we keep beating the same drum here. I think in the right system, he could contribute in spells uh, if he was to come in and, and be the, the goal line back in situations. Yeah, you're you're talking about a guy who's not going to be a three down back coming into the NFL. He just hasn't been that at Georgia. A lot of people are going to be quick to say that he bounces runs uh, outside rather than allowing his blocks to develop, which is a problem, especially um, when in the NFL where you do really need to let your blocks develop before you can you know make your cut. So there is some concern there. I think this guy is more of a, you know, a project than a guy who's going to be able to come in and contribute significantly right away to any NFL team. I realistically, I, you know, I don't want to be mean or anything, but I, I, I just don't see him being able to come into no matter what situation you give me, Tampa Bay, Oakland, we talked about the Texans on our last show. I don't think at any of these positions you would, be willing or you'd see the fortune of him being able to be that breakout running back that we kind of hope for when we're drafting him, uh, at least this year. All right, we are going to move on to the last running back of this breakdown, and that is Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State. He's 5'10", 198 pounds, Travis. I want to know what his breakdown t- time was for the 40 and let me know about his yards per carry in college. Cause this guy was a little bit of uh, an elus- elusive, exciting runner, but is that due to the fact that he had Latavius or <laughs> that he had Kyler Murray with him as his quarterback, or do you really see this guy as a true breakout star and the next level? That's the wrong Oklahoma school. So he didn't have Kyler oh, Murray. Oh, yeah. Oh, there. my gosh. Yeah, you're right. Oklahoma you're right. Um, I'm going to edit that out. He he <laughs> he was very elusive. Johnny had a pretty time. Uh, 10 games, 930 rushing yards last year on 158 carries. So a nice high 5.9 yard per carry. He did get nine scores. Uh, 13 receptions on 17 targets, only 68 yards. So not the best pass catcher. Listen, this is kind of the theme as we get down into the depths of this running back class. We don't have a lot of guys standing out on paper. They flash in one area, but they're not well-rounded across the board. And, and, you know, Justice Hill fits that mold because he is a fast, quick guy, but he doesn't have the weight you'd like to see. uh, Or I'm sorry, he doesn't have the uh, pass-catching ability you'd like to see out of a back of his size and his speed. Uh, we'd like to see in a career, he's played 36 games. So you like those numbers, 3,539 rushing yards, 5.6 yards per carry on his career and 31 touchdowns. So we'd like to see this guy get more passing down work. I don't know if he saw enough to be uh, contribute in that fa- fashion in the NFL, but we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good combine that certainly helped his draft stock. 
Uh, I don't think he did enough to start jumping some of these other running backs. Uh, he is a very smart guy who understands football, which you always like. You always hear scouts talking about that. Oh, he, he's a very smart, intellectual football player, and so they they really like touch themselves when they when they get these guys that uh, understand the game as well as are good at it. Uh, he had back to back one thousand rushing yard seasons. Wait, which... did you say they touch themselves? <laughs> Wow, now you're just jumping onto that, right? I just, I've never heard that before. Hey, I'm I'm just saying. Um, most, most guys in the NFL or at least pull the Bob Kraft and have somebody else touch them. Yeah, hey. So, so a guy just, I don't know. I'm not even going to go into that. I'm not even going, I'm not even going to go into that subject right now. <laughs> I'm going to get us back on track. Uh so he had back-to-back 1,000-yard <laughs> rushing seasons, which you definitely like to see. I just think that this guy has a lot of potential to possibly do something in the NFL. I understand that it's gonna he's going to be a project as well, but you like the 440-40 uh, time. That's extremely fast. NFL loves speed, uh, and he's got a good yards per carry in college. You know, look at his career and his last year. Um, so there's definitely some potential there, but we'll see where he goes, and then we'll, we can assess from there as to what his outlook is, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll be sure to keep you updated on that, Whisper Nation. All right, Travis, that is our second part of our running back breakdowns. There aren't that many running backs that we're too excited about in this NFL draft. But if you had to talk about the the four running backs we talked about today, which one are you most excited about and where would you like to see them land in this draft? I'd probably say I'm most excited about Miles Sanders. I think getting overlooked, like you said, Johnny, because of his ties to Saquon Barkley and what a shadow that casted. Uh, being behind Saquon Barkley. And I just love that that story you hit on him coming out of Philly, potentially going to the Eagles. If that were to happen, I think I'd be really excited to see that. And so for me, it's Miles Sanders. Yeah, I'd have to agree with the Miles Sanders as well. I'm excited to see what he can really do. Um, so obviously, you know, I was huge on him, but I also, I'm going to do a little one, a little one B at Miles Sanders would be my one a, this would be my one B they're really neck and neck. And that's justice Hill. We just got done talking about it. I just think that there's a lot of excitement there for all the things that he can do. He's not as well rounded as a running back as Miles Sanders, which is why I put him as the one B. But I do think that there are there are a lot of things to like on his on his sheet there, and so it'll be interesting. I think that he could be a later round steal for a team that is potentially looking for their running back. You know, maybe two to three years down the road, and he, they can kind of groom him to be what they need him to be. But uh, I, I really like him as well. All right, Whisper Nation, we got a little new part, little segment. The woman behind the mirror, Chelsea Byers, is going to tell us what we messed up on or what our errors were for today's show. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, you caught some of the biggest errors that Kyler Murray, Oklahoma yeah. State confusion was. That was bad. That was bad. That's okay. Um, the top of the show, Travis said the woman behind the mirror and made a Harry Potter reference. I just wanted to let people know that that mirror he was describing was the mirror of Iris said. 
Uh, oh, I think nice. it's the wrong metaphor for what he's doing here, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of metaphors, that extended that extended Batman metaphor was something I wish I would have been able to have better control over ending sooner. So with permission, I'm sorry. I'm here to try to help clean this up a little bit. Uh, I'm just glad we didn't hear Bane again. Hey. Well, I said it was either him or me, and yeah. I'm back on the show this week. Yeah, so wow. Bane. I mean, never say, never, never say never. Just going to say that. Awesome. (laughs) Noted. Duly noted. All right. Thank thank you, you, Chelsea. Thank you so much, Chelsea. And thank you so much, Whisper Nation, for joining us again. If you liked our content at all, please make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube videos. We greatly appreciate it. If you want even more fantasy football content, you can head on over to our website, thefantasywhispers.com. You can check us out on Twitter at TF Whispers or search us on Facebook and Instagram, The Fantasy Whispers, and make sure you join those communities because we are rapidly growing and it is exciting and fun. And we are going to be draft season going to be here before you know it. And you're going to be wanting to follow us on all platforms because we release different stuff on all different types of platforms. So you better go do it. Just got to go do it. (laughs) All right. Until next time. (laughs) Do it now. Until next time. That's Big Travi. I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks. And that is the woman behind the mirror, Chelsea Lee Byers. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.